Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody knows girls one after 1993 can't cook. All they know is charge they phone. Eat McDonald's, work, be bisexual, eat hot chip, and lie. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at Pops.Culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Eve Yeah, your boy. Great. Your boy's on fire. Lots of things done. Woke up positive. Like today, usually I struggle. I get up and I'm like, not another day. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> I'm rolling around. I'm just like, ah, oh, once again, I have to survive and stuff. And the last couple of days have actually shot up. And like, I'm not like, I mean, I would prefer to die still, but I was like, go, oh, like, let's get this money and get up, do things. And Go, I've been going out of like my comfort zone. So I found this job that I really wanted, but it closed, right? Like the day before. Yeah. And so I found the number and just straight up called the guy. I was like, hey, I think I'm, I, I realized you guys were clo- like closed that, but I feel like I'd be super like compatible for your job and stuff. And the guy's like, hey, man, like, sorry, but we just hired someone. We meant to take that down, blah, 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 and that. But then he's like, oh, but like, you know, like you sound eager. Why don't you send real, we are hiring at different times. Send me your resume and um, whatever. We'll keep that in mind, keep in touch. And that, and I was like, that's just like when you're depressed and kind of, uh, you just don't do that shit. I've just been kind of going the extra mile and getting a bunch of stuff done. I've started writing again. Um, I started my book as well. that I'm wait, doing. Wait, what? You're yeah, writing so, a book? So, well, I've, I mean, I've been writing a couple. I'm right. I've been writing two books. Like, I've been working on one for like four years, and then. All right, I've Andre writing... DeGrasse Tyson, relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, are you, are you talking about the sprinter? No, no, no. The physicist. But that, yeah, but that's Neil. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, my bad. I was like, I am fast, but... No, Yo, I, I never got those guys confused, my yeah, bad. Yeah, they all look alike to you, right? <laughs> but, no, Neil deGrasse like, Tyson, Jesus. So I've been getting like back to like, 
you lose when you get kind of like in those ruts and stuff you lose like your pet like things you like like i stopped watching bass like i stopped doing so much shit that i usually enjoy like you know when you're depressed and that and like i was doing nothing like i throw on netflix and not even pay attention i wasn't doing any of the shit that i liked so the last little while i started feeling better and doing that so i wrote that kobe poem um the last couple of weeks too and that went like well and then um i started <laughs> i've been working on this book that actually like i pitched it to a couple people and they re- really really liked it um and then like we're back in two of the writers were like oh i would help you with this it's like the topic's actually really really dope and that so i'm kind of excited about that i've just been working on that and doing hobbies and ventures and shit and like waking up doing things hanging out with people so the meds and therapy are slapping like it's it's actually <laughs> fun like i decided like you know when i was down bad in september and i was like, okay this is so bad i have to be productive like i gotta do something for me and i finally signed up did all of that and it really does pay off like obviously things aren't perfect in that but just to have all those like resources and stuff has definitely changed things i don't know if i'd be like alive without them um that sorry i didn't mean to get so deep how's your days <laughs> i was so close to killing myself but no just you, you finally like it's hard and you don't want to do it and stuff but once you do you're like wow why didn't i do that like two years ago um so i've been i saw it help like four months ago and it's starting to pay off and everything and i feel better and i'm starting to get things done and things i enjoy that i used to enjoy and stuff so life's good i woke up this morning i was in a good mood Went for a walk, had some coffee, sat down at 7.30, wrote some shit. I got a bunch of feedback from the poem and people giving me a shout out and some other people reaching out to work on some stuff. And yeah, just it's it's just crazy from going like you can just be in a good mood and it just like transfers to all other aspects of your life and things start to go well for you that way and stuff too. So things are looking up and that's hopefully I don't want to jinx it either, but stuff's good you know and uh i made a i made a surprise appearance on a sex and relationship podcast yesterday uh your friend who you introduced me to and it was a good time it was a good switch up from pop's culture and that and kind of talking about more in depth and getting a female feedback and that um it was more it was based it was very like a diary of a fuck boy type thing yeah. and i was like you have you have to like reiterate that I'm reformed. Like these are stories from back in the day. Cause I don't want anyone getting the wrong idea, but I spilled some serious tea on some of my terrible trends, questions when I was younger. So we'll see how that turns out. It's going to be a must listen podcast. I'm definitely going to tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, shout, outs to, shout outs to Pelly. She's uh she's dope. She's running her own podcast um pelly and friends if you guys want to check it out like gabe said sex relationship i'm actually on the latest episode um bbq we had like a round table with a couple people that she knows and she uh hosted a barbecue that day actually so it was really nice of her to have us over and like eat oh, food you guys and stuff. went over and uh she cooked and stuff yeah she cooked which is kind of funny because like we got to use her uh her building's barbecue but i felt kind of like emasculated because i wasn't cooking 
So it was <laughs> someone else's barbecue. What do you mean? You're just gonna? I, I know. What, what I know it's her. I know wearing New Balance. What do you mean emasculated? I know it's her barbecue, but some part of me felt like, yo, I should still be like handling the barbecue. Nigga, uh, what? Or, or some one one of us males should be like barbecuing right now, oh, like during God. this moment. Like everything believe. else, everything else could be prepared by her, but the barbecuing should have been done by one of us males. But. It was a, it was like a fleeting thought. It wasn't something that I actually just like uh, sat down. I was like was very upset about. Like I didn't like make it. One of the males should be get behind there, <laughs> yeah, like, bro. That's some cancel talk right there. Like, but uh, it, it popped in my head. Um, but yeah, she had that, and then we uh record we record that podcast during the September uh weekend. What is it? Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. Uh, and because of how long it was and all of her other episodes that she had to do, it was just a really long edit. But it's finally out. Episode uh, one of that, or part one of that is already out. And then part two comes out this Friday. Whenever you happen to listen to the podcast, it, it'll be out on our end. How long am I going to have to wait for my episode? What the hell? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. That's probably going to be, well, you said two and a half hours. I'm guessing it's probably going to be like a month or two, probably two. I first started messaging. I was like, get that shit out. (laughs) If you apply the pressure, she'll probably do it a lot faster. Mm -hmm. And especially since it's you, she might do it a lot faster. (laughs) If you really want that, like, luck, luck, then then you're going to post that real quick. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, not threaten, but if you offer her a good time, I'm sure she'll push that episode out yeah. a little bit faster than the other ones. Um, yeah, that was honestly one of the, like, the most, like, that's why I'm kind of in a good mood, because it was, like, a scientific experiment. Like, we went in there, and she was, obviously, she only knew me from you in brief interactions, and, like, so her guards up, being like, okay, this guy's just gonna be, like, whatever you know what i mean so we were just talking about like oh you know those world of fuck boy things she's very apprehensive like oh you know you're like just kind of shit talking and stuff and then we started like talking like make jokes and then after we got past like the stories of all the terrible things i did we just started talking like our perspective on like going down with women and being like communicative lovers and all of that so i turn on the like oh like you know like nothing to Nothing turns me on more than the like pleasuring a girl. It's almost better than getting your dick sucked. Like to see your partner enjoy that so much is no bigger turn. Just like shit like that. And then it's so funny because we went the the first fuck by porch. She's like rolling her eyes at that. And then I went to the whole like you know what? It, like I was like, it's not hard to have good sex. Like even if you don't have a huge dick, you just gotta like communicate and like be soft and like touch her and blah blah blah, like all that type of bullshit and stuff. And you can just see her slowly like melt and let her guard drop down. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And then by the end of it, she's like, we're going to have to test this out. Like you say your tongue game's good. Like we're going to have to find out. There's only one way. And it was like, I win. Um, so it's, it, it was real. It was funny. And it was an ego boost. Yeah, I mean, that's very applicable in dating too. Like when you're flirting with a girl and then you start off with like, kind of teasing her but it's in like a not so much a negative light but you know like you're teasing her making fun of her type shit and like she yeah. she already has this idea about who you are and then i don't know out of the random like not shitty stuff but like the uh teasing stuff that you're doing and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she starts to melt and then she like opens up to you and then things oh, just get better or whatever, so. but it's just funnier that it was like on on the podcast live, yeah, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. you can like play this shit back be like 
I'll go to other girls and be like, you know, listen to this. The same way she was talking shit about it. She's like, I don't know how good your tongue game is. And I was like, this is why I have a folder. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I have a folder of compliments. <laughs> She's like, what? And then I was like, yeah. And then a couple of them, the folders are saying, girls telling me how good my head game is and stuff she's like no and then i send it to her and she's like jesus christ i was like yep people think that people think that pleasure line is a line but for me it's actually not a line like i generally do want to do that shit like what do you mean making your girl feel pleasurable more so than what you're doing yeah no it's literally like that's 100 honest like (laughs) yeah it's it's a turn on shit like i don't understand like that's why the guys who rape and stuff i don't understand (laughs) they can get no, well, I just no. I sorry, I just wasn't expecting you to go like drastic like that. <laughs> it's just funny because it came out the blue. I was like, "What? what? Oh my god, no, I, know, I know. Guys who rape like it's just like <laughs> fucking comedy. Oh my god, I can't believe I just like segue that way. But you know, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you. I know what you're saying. But yeah. it was funny how you transitioned that. Guys, <laughs> yeah, but like it would be so appalling and disgusting to me. Like even morally. If I was okay with it, which I absolutely am not. Yeah, let's make that clear. <laughs> so unappealing. Like, you're just going in there, like, dry, like, like you know, there's, like, they absolutely want no part of their souls breaking right in front of you. And just, like, like, if a girl doesn't, like, moan or seem like she's enjoying enough, even though it was her idea, I can't nut. So I can't imagine being, like, grabbing a girl in the back of a park and taking her a bush and being, like, oh, this is great. Like, that's some psycho shit. Um yeah so i never understood that like so the idea of like like if a girl is enjoying it more than me and stuff like that's 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 what i want like and that is like yeah there's nothing hotter than them like freaking out that's why i never understood rape (laughs) (laughs) oh god we gotta use that as a sound clip oh man yeah that's why i always start off with uh you know going down the foreplay all that like that's what really gets them going and then yeah because like, from what I've read, most women don't orgasm through uh, penetration. So yeah, no, lots of women can't even like some can, or you have to warm up, you have to make them orgasm first, then the penetration can. Yeah, 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 yeah. can at all again, and that's what this is what happens all the time when girls say that to guys. They'd be like, "I'll make you do that." Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's like it's the ego, bro. It's small yeah, it's, ego. It's, like again, nineteen twenty-five, but grown-ass men who are like. I'm like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Why? Like, I'll just. Yeah, but let's be real. How many grown ass men are really immature as well, too? Like, a lot of dudes, even though they're yeah, of a certain did, age, just, it's pathetic. Like, they it's still crazy. have that like, same mentality. And that's what I'm saying. The bar, the bar for us is so it's so low. low. It's so <laughs> that's why I love it, though. Being, yeah, no, I love it too. I tell <laughs> every girl, I'm like, I'm not good at anything. Nothing. Like, I am a bad boy. Like, whatever. It's just other men being pathetic. That like puts me up top there like that that's it like when i talk to girls i'm like oh like what do you like like and stuff i was like you know what like the first time will be kind of awkward but i I like to communicate so that way i can get to know you know your body and what you do and don't like and then going forward after that like we just get to know each other and lots of guys don't want to do that because they feel like they should know but i think communications and they're like and literally the girl like start almost tearing up and be like oh my god that's so cute and nice i'm like that's just a normal thing to say but some guys would like guys are just like oh well i should know what to do like it, and it's just like it's a bare minimum it's like i'm gonna me it's me saying i'm gonna listen to what you enjoy 
and they get tiered, they tear up. Like that's how low the bar is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're like, Oh my God, that's so special. It's like, what? I consider in your feelings. Essentially. That's all. So hey, yeah, I, it's, I think that's where the disconnect with uh, men kind of happens is that you assume because as a man, you don't want to have to ask for help. It's seen as a weakness for us. If we ask a dude to like help us or if anyone, if we ask anyone for help, it's always seen as a weakness. So a lot of dudes, they won't communicate. Like you said, they'll just automatically assume, Hey, like I know what I should be doing. So I'm just going to go in there and start doing it. And then that's what gives them the problem is that they're not going to be able to understand like what you really should be doing. So they just go off of the assumption. And then obviously there's obviously the dickheads who just don't know what the hell they're doing in general. Like, like you said, being thoughtful, like I know on Pelly's episode, one of the ones that I was talking to her about, like she was saying how guys don't even know to bring something over. Like when she's inviting them over to the house, it's like I'll do the off rip. I'll ask a girl, what do you like to drink? And if she likes yeah, yeah. a bottle of wine or something like, like I'll bring that. It's easy. That's not anything difficult. It doesn't cost me that much out of my pocket either. And it's something I want to do. So like, I will do that as well too. So. Yeah. You want some wine and stuff too. So like, but yeah, no, it's just like I said, man, and I have like, I have mainly girlfriends in that. And so like when they're on hinge and everything, I get like pictures and texts from them. Like, can you believe this and that? And just like, yo, like it's insane. I'm just like, I can do anything because, like, the (laughs) bar is so (laughs) fucking low. There's so many actual psychopaths on dating apps and stuff, and the way they talk and like guys who you don't get a response. Like, you think like we talk like, yo, she hasn't messaged me back in five days, so I'm thinking about messaging her again and we're like you and me toss and turn we're like mm, i don't know like da 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 but there's niggas out there an hour passes and they're power messaging her three oh, times yeah. after yeah, those hour passes right like and they look normal like they're normal good looking guys like too and the, like i was just the girl I was talking to today was like this guy if i don't answer an hour messaging me at point time after time after time i'm like yo me and papa sit there and we're like we freak out about a double text or like yeah. days pass. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, oh, I've talked to her three times and I didn't get a great response. So I'm going to like give her a space. Super normal. That's probably the thing you should do. But there's niggas out there are just like, no space for you. Like I'll kidnap you and stuff. So I'm just like, it's we, you're not smooth. You're like, we're not suave. We're just normal and not psychos. And that's enough. Like I've seen those messages too where a guy will send a girl a message and then she doesn't respond in an hour and then he'll be like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you were ugly yeah. anyways. Type shit and completely flip the script. But it's so funny that you mentioned that too because last week when we were talking about it, I legit, like, even my ex-girlfriend, I, like, double-texting her in my mind was just always, like, I would debate over that for so long. I'd be like, yo, I don't want to send this second text because I want to, like, obviously keep my manhood or whatever or keep my dignity. Um, but yeah, there would be like a few times where I'm like, okay, like I, like you should just double text. Like it's not that big of a deal if you double text, but yeah, I'm always apprehensive about shit like that. Like I'll definitely mull that over for a while. Like, yeah, no, for sure. that should be normal. Like it obviously is unhealthy if you're too much of like a freak, like worried and stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. just like the, that option is way better than the other one. And guy just like, I don't know, Flipping my out friend was shit. showing this morning. It was literally this guy's hinge profile was six pictures of him just flexing every single picture of him flexing. And then his bios 
um, were so ridiculous. Too. Oh, and this is what I last thing I'll talk about hinge bios too. And like, whatever. So like, obviously I know like my pictures are good, whatever I can get girls off my looks, but my like, uh, what do you call it? Prompts and stuff. Like you get a couple fill in the blanks, like answer questions, blah, blah, blah. And like, I make them genuinely funny. Like, you know, like everyone's like, Oh, I like long walks under the sun or like, are you a doggo person and stuff? It's like every single fucking person is like that. And they'll be like, or what's other ones? They'll be like, Oh, I need a guy who's like handsome and funny is everyone needs a person who's good looking and funny. Like, and then like, but, like be six body, feet tall or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. But just like super, super normal stuff that like, it, it doesn't tell me anything about you. Everyone wants that. And then like mine are literally just jokes, like, random shit from like things that whatever like jokes that went over well with other people before i had it so i put it in my profile and just by being semi-funny you get so many more um hits like like yeah like a guy who's like because even when i had i didn't have that filled out at all it's just my pictures i still get matches but once i filled that out and like actually made it funny and like a running joke like three of them and stuff i got like five times more and like if you can just be like kind of funny like pete davidson is the perfect example of that you know what i mean like a, yeah. a decent looking guy who's actually funny makes it so much easier and so as soon as i made like jokes on all of them and the girls will message and like relate to that because when there's a picture there's nothing more much they can say like the comment on it but when there's like jokes where it's like can run on they always commented on on it and asked questions and they laugh like this is the funniest thing and just like so many guys don't get that, like get a bit of a humor and you'll be good. Humor can take you so far. It goes a yeah. long way if you have, uh, if you're funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be good funny though. It can't be that stupid, like toilet oh, humor type shit. But work but... on that. Spend years working on it. Like when <laughs> I was younger, I was, I was like, when I was in high school, I was just like a sports like athlete and like so boring and like, a robot like go to sports joke around like idiot jock style whatever but like didn't have like a funny or like sick sense of humor or whatever and then as i got older and football started but like i got really into like humor and comedy and stuff and that carried me with girls so much more after that too and it's just like humor takes you so far with women no just me are you there you yeah i'm here yeah, you just trailed off, but you're like, humor takes you so far, and then you said some other shit. And then I just ended. That oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that was my bad, then. I didn't hear that part. Um, yeah, no, but I completely agree 100%. It's, uh, like you said, the bar is very low, but it works in our benefits. Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you, because I was trying to think of a question. Yo, Unhinged, can't you put, like, music or something? Can't you, like, sing on that? Or, like, leave voice notes or you something can, like that? You, leave a, you, can, you get one voice note. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Because, like, I've seen a lot of those... Uh, I've seen a lot of those videos of guys leaving like hilarious voice notes or some shit. Yeah. Uh, which they're, sounds they're Also too. cringy. I never listen to them. <laughs> like one thing you should know about me is I love to watch the office before I go to bed. It's like, Oh my God, who the fuck cares? Like, <laughs> Wait, that's what the girls are putting up in there. Yeah. Like it, I, I, dude, I can't tell you how boring these fucking people are in their profiles. <laughs> like, let me, I don't even use it. I just go in there for validation. <laughs> And it's insane. <laughs> They'll just like it's the most bait. Like, of course, to you, like I like I like a nice guy who's funny. 
who the fuck doesn't like that? Like, what does yeah, that, like, yeah, every yeah. single one and stuff. They're like, I'm going to go with a fat ass and nice tits. Yeah, like. but like, just like, try, <laughs> like, whatever. So it's like, something you should know about me. I love to eat out. Or like, why? Like, oh my God, you and every fucking other person. Are you kidding me? It's so goddamn painful. And sometimes I get so mad that I start making fun of them because they're like, her like list of what this one girl was so bad. But her list of things that she likes was like, like, I like a guy who's in shape, funny with like good. Oh, she's like something weird about me. And then she was like, I like a guy with a good body, nice smile, and is super nice. I was like, how is that a weird fact about you? You, you like what everyone else likes. A, a good looking person with a nice smile. Like, that is not a weird fact. Like, worked out. What? He, but he works out, though. Yeah. And in and, and, and shape. Like, <laughs> Fuck, get in line, buddy. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, all right, we've got to keep pushing. Got yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we're at 20 minutes and I didn't even intro this episode. This is episode 115 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, if you do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major <laughs> streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, uh, and Amazon Music. I don't think I said that. But yeah, 20 minutes in. Uh, not exactly where I was expecting to go with this. But yeah, there isn't really that much to talk about. So I will start off with this, uh, this Instagram scam that's been going around. It's hilarious to me that so many people who've grown up in the digital age, like we are the pioneers of all this shit. Like we've had the internet since we were young kids. We know the dangers of the internet. Like don't click suspicious links. If someone's offering you a ton of money, it's likely a scam. It's way too good to be true. And no one is ever, ever going to give you something for free off of a random message. So these are like the bare minimum understandings of the Internet that we've grown since we were like eight years old to completely understand. But yet somehow in today's day and age, I'm seeing a lot of millennials who are falling for these same tricks that boomers are falling for now. And it's like, how are you guys this stupid to fall for these scams? Like. If a random account is offering you Bitcoin or $300, if you click this link to be able to claim it, it's not going to be true. I don't know how you guys are that stupid to fall for this shit. Like, it just blows my mind that millennials are now becoming boomers in this aspect. Wait, millennials are falling for it? Yeah, I've seen so many acquaintances. I was going to say friends. They're not necessarily friends. But there's so many people who I follow on Instagram who I know are around my age. And then one day they'll have their account be regular. And the next day it's a story post saying, oh, this is how I got this car. And if you want to get this car too, you know, contact me in the DMs and you'll be able to make the same kind of money that I got. Or like contact Miss Cleo and she'll be able to help you build your uh, build your finances up to where you're this rich. So it's just shocking to me that like millennials are actually falling for these scams now. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? They're getting scammed. But I don't think they're pretending like they're not getting scammed. They're pretending that they get this stuff so they can scam other people. No, but it's but it's it's people I know though. They wouldn't be doing that shit. Like they wouldn't be the ones doing like the scamming. These are regular people. But what what do they think they've got then? Well, I'm assuming they got a message in their DMs from someone who is a scammer and they clicked on a link and their account gets taken over. Like, 
I'll give oh, you an example. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the fishing one. If you click it, and then the, they set. So they send a. What they do is they send a phishing thing, like a link to the account, and then if you open it, the person who sends it to you has all your information. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they take your account from you, and they can run it, and they send it to all these other people, and then they message that person too that like they stole it from. They're like, if you want your IG back, you have to send us five hundred dollars after they've scammed other people. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I didn't know it was that elaborate, but yeah, that is a. Uh... It's, I'm surprised you're still going for that two days ago. Yeah, insane. I, I can't believe I was reading about it on Reddit and there was like, there was hundreds of stories of like people in their 20s falling for it. And not all of them get blackmailed, but that's what's starting to happen too. So if they don't hit with anyone else, then they'll be like, and obviously people want their Instagram back, right? So yeah. then they'll message that person and be like, hey, I can give you your passwords and that back just pay us 400 bucks and stuff like that. And but would they do, do it? I don't even think they would still do it. They'd probably still keep the account, would they not? Yeah, lots of, um, the most, about 75% of the people said they didn't get their account back. Yeah. Some people like, did. If you said me 400, I'm still not giving your account back. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, yes, that, <laughs> exactly. But people are so desperate to like have it and get it back. So, I mean, if someone, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it either of that, but if like it'd be hard for me to get another account and start all over again i can see gen z falling for this type of shit because phishing links are kind of like they're outdated for to, to a certain extent so i can kind of see them and like they they didn't necessarily grow up with um like they grew up with social media but it was more so you know it's their friends and they're trying to build certain brands or whatever or they're doing certain things on social media they're not just I mean, obviously, there are kids who are just, like, scrolling or whatever and doing that. But I feel like a lot of Gen Z is kind of – they're trying to do something with their social media more so than just, like, being on it. So yeah. I'm going to see them sort of fall. They are, for sure. But I can see them kind of falling for it as well, too. It's just, like, yeah. where I see millennials falling from, like, bro, we learned about this, like, the moment we were on the internet. Like, this is not – this has been around yeah. for the past – 20 years like this is not something you should be falling for also whatsoever. what i, I learned what they do is lots of these scammers they make it purposely like stupid and shitty and like obvious because they only want to find the dumbest people like they don't they don't want to make it complicated and stuff because like people catch on and they're the ones that like report you and stuff so they make it like pretty obvious that it's bots or whatever because they only want the bottom of the barrel like that will fall like you know what i mean they don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever so there's there's a whole like psychological science to it as well so um that's pretty interesting but yeah it's just it, it, it's nuts but also the funniest part too is growing up and like the boomers being like okay hey, don't trust the internet like everyone there's a rapist and pedophile yeah, and, and they're then, the ones who fall for the traps yeah, the most. 2022, <laughs> so your boomer parents are like, take my money yeah. and stuff too. So just like everyone's an idiot, really. Yeah. I mean, real quick though, before we move on, is when I, when I was speaking about Gen Z too, is that I meant they're more cloudy. Like they want to be more recognized for a lot of the shit. So I can see them kind of falling for it in that aspect. If someone's like, hey, like you, uh, I, I listen to your music. I know you're an artist. I can put you on type shit. And then like they end up getting scammed in that sense. Like I could understand that type of shit happening. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, real quick, Mac Miller turns 30 years old today. Uh, it is his birthday. What a turn 30. 
Well, I still respect his legacy and so his spirit. I, his spirit is still with me. I so now, I will say, games forty. <laughs> I'm dead, nigga. No, nah, I will f- do that. I'll still say games no, turning. I, I, no, actually, that would work me. in my favor because no, I would put I would put out a Facebook post or an Instagram post and be like, game turns. 45 today. You know I and... aging. I'm self-conscious <laughs> about my aging. Yeah, but so you're gone. Decide. You can't see it. It'll just be people being like, oh, look how much he cares. He I still have keeps... one wish. Okay? He still keeps Gabe alive in his memories and shit, so... <laughs> you're... That's so selfish. <laughs> it, it works in my favor, bro. Oh, man. Don't act like you wouldn't do it for me on a podcast and shit. You'd be like, oh, yeah, the podcast gets a blow up if I pass oh, away. I like, God forbid, I would... but... Like throw so much dirt on your name, but anything you made us like if you're like, please don't tell people I'm from Haiti, I'd be like, okay, I can't do that because you specifically said okay, it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But if you didn't like the other things, then I would I would definitely do it. I'd be like, oh yeah, he's from um, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> um, but if you make any, I'm I'm gonna have no request. I literally want my body to be thrown in a garbage can and raccoons to eat me. And every ex-girlfriend, I want every ex-girlfriend I've had to show up to my funeral in a white wedding dress. Um, So it's not like I'm high maintenance. You know? I mean, that is pretty high maintenance. (laughs) That last (laughs) question is pretty high maintenance. Yeah, that actually is. Did you just mute yourself? Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of yeah, technical is... difficulties on this episode. <laughs> Life is a de- technical difficulty. But yeah, Mac turns thirty. This was this was one of the losses that actually really hurt me because I grew up on Mac. Uh, it's funny. I don't know if I told the story in the pod before, but I didn't like Mac at first just because his music was very childish at first like it wasn't really this type yeah. of shit that i was doing and the guys who were trying to put me on were like the white bro dudes and i'm like man like oh, i'm not just i'm not listening yeah i'm not listening to no mac miller like get this shit the <laughs> fuck out of here but one of his songs that blew up definitely ended up like attracting me to his music and then obviously he kept getting more and more talented as his career kept going on so uh i did become a huge mac miller fan towards the end but yeah, yeah. I was like, so when he first came out when I was in college, and I so I love that frat white boy music at first. Like, we go crazy at the parties. And then then he went all serious. I was like, what the fuck happened to him? Like, I want some white boy music. Uh, and then and then after a couple of years, I was like, whoa, he's actually like a really dope lyricist. So mm. I respected him. And I've, his music is really good like now like his posthumous stuff i enjoy for it's one of the better dead people music but yeah see he does he does have uh quality songs that are coming out he's having a five course meal in the background too also recording me yeah bro i I have so much to do i'm trying to like i've got i've been slammed now I'm i'm trying to do everything Speaking of being slammed. I'm drinking uh, a mimosa. <laughs> Speaking of being slammed, though. Um, yo, so remember how we were talking about the guy who wanted me to do the cuckolding thing? Yeah, we talked about I, that yesterday. I still... Wait, what? <laughs> On the podcast. Because we were talking about cuckolding. And then I told your story and then I told mine. 
Oh, true. That's that's hilarious. I was like, what I'm podcast are you talking about that? Already, anyways. Yeah, yeah. She knows about it. Like yeah, I told, I think yeah. I mentioned on that pod, but not like I exposed you. I'm pretty sure he still wants me to because he kind of keeps in touch. Like he'll send me messages from here and there. So, for example, over Christmas, he was asking me like how I was over Christmas and stuff like that, and like what I was up to. Um, and like I engage. Like he's a cool dude. Like I don't hate him or anything like that. It's just kind of funny to me, just the avenue that he's taking for me to kind of, you know, be comfortable, I guess, with the situation. So recently I put up a post of that uh, photo with the girl wearing the thong as a shirt. And then he commented on it. So he didn't actually choose yes or no. He just commented saying he doesn't know, but his wife would kill that outfit. And I was just like, okay. And then I was like, okay, I just like sent a message back saying the thong top. And then he goes, ha ha ha, her tits would totally slip out. And then in my mind, I was just like, okay, I know that's not like, if I'm talking to another guy and I have a wife, like I wouldn't be putting my wife's, like I wouldn't be pushing my wife's sexuality out there like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would more so just be like, I'd put, put up photos, like photos to say like my wife's beautiful or whatever. But when I'm talking to another guy, especially someone who I don't really like know that well, like, I definitely wouldn't be pushing her sexuality. So I feel like just the fact that he was doing that was just kind of like, trying to gear me up to be like, yo, like, if you still want to do this offer type shit, you can still do it. So he hasn't formally proposed or asked for me to do it, but it's just funny to me because I think that he is still trying to gear up for me to somewhat do it. I would do it in the sense that it's not recorded. If it's not recorded, I would 100% do it. Or he's wearing the mask. Man, I don't know about that, though. I don't feel comfortable with the mask shit. I just think the mask is too weird. That's why. I don't know. Is, Is the girl even bad? Like, She's cute, I think. I don't. I haven't really. To be honest, I don't really know. Nick, that should be your first question. What do you think? <laughs> so, so the reason why I don't know 100 percent is because I've seen her profile picture, but her private, like her page is private, so I don't know what she actually looks like outside of just that profile picture. So I'm not too sure. But yeah, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting uh, tidbit. Um, what time do you say you have to be out? Uh, I got ten more minutes. All right. Minutes. All right. Let's move on to let's move on to this last topic. I had some other shit I wanted to say, but it's like it's a huge rant, and like we this already ranted. Style. We already ranted in the first twenty yeah. minutes, so I'm just gonna roll on. To it this, was a good rant, though. Onto this, yeah. Um. So, Love Is Blind season two is coming out, and like I said last week, I feel like this is pretty much like the sequel to 2020 because all the stuff that we kind of had in the first pandemic is already popping right back up in this part of the pandemic. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm really that interested in watching this season. Like, I think I'll check out the first episode for sure, just to see what kind of people make it on. But I don't know. I just feel like given the way this lockdown is technically going, it's definitely way different than in 2020. Like in 2020, we had absolutely nothing. So like Netflix and all that shit was keeping us alive. I feel like now I'm more accustomed to it so i'm definitely more in like interested in doing other stuff like actual work and stuff that doesn't involve like sitting down and just watching tv for like three to four or five hours on end so i'll see how this goes i feel like i, I won't binge this but i'll definitely check it out let me see what, Wait, the first what shows this episodes of love is blind oh the start- second oh, biggest phenomenon after tiger king 2020 oh uh, yeah 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 no love is blind was a pretty big slapper man Tiger King period is just holy fuck. Like 
it's weird that that's like a little 9-11 to me like i'll be telling my kids <laughs> about that era of like dude will like, you though? just like well, yeah, I mean, I'll, well the pandemic part yeah it's part of well yeah but it's just like it was such a whole like for first of all i randomly ended up having to live out in waterloo and then i was like i have nothing to do and then a pandemic hit so i'm stuck here while my nurse girlfriend's working 16 hours a week and i'm just sitting at home yeah, sure. and i like i don't know who's dying what's going on zombies are coming the city i've never even been in then tiger king's playing i was like this guy is an absolute maniac but he's a fucking hero and just all of that like it has such a soft spot in my heart and like it was hectic but things were simple those were simple times like you know so it was it was it was a wild era yeah the first bit of the pandemic was definitely great where like time was super slow and like you had all the free time to do whatever the fuck you wanted that was because yeah, cool. like the whole too. world was with you on that like it's it's not like it's not like you're bombing you're sitting at home and you're guilty of just like whatever like watching tv yeah, or whatever everyone. it's literally so everyone else guilty. doing the same thing yeah so no, it was so pretty interesting until one on a wednesday <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like what are you fucking doing buddy <laughs> but I will say Tiger King season two has kind of soured the image of Tiger King in my mind. Like I, watched I haven't first... watched it because it was so perfect that I knew it couldn't. Yeah. That, and that like, was the thing. I, I like, just... Go on. Sorry. I, I was wondering where they were going to go with season two. And then the avenue that they took was just so bad. Like I just wasn't interested in it. It's, it was, it's been so long since the first season for one. And the second season's not anywhere near as entertaining because it doesn't involve the same characters. It's literally just like a documentary at this point, and it's not really a compelling one either. So it was, yeah. I watched like the first two episodes, and I was just like, nah, I'm giving up on this. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah, I watched like five minutes of it, and I was like, this is it. Like, it's just not going to live up to that. Like, that was just life changing. Like, yeah. Just, oh, man, there's so many fucking quotables. The Carol Baskin and stuff, and like, I'm going to be financially ruined is just so especially while the pandemic is starting everyone felt that in their heart like the like i'll never recover financially yeah like that was just like peak like perfect for what was happening you know what i mean or just like that was art you can't you can't do that again okay i need to go once Um, in a lifetime thing all right but yeah that'll do it that'll do it for talk that'll do it let let it fly (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it for, episode, for episode 115 of the Pop Sculpture Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe. Really helps us out with the algorithm. So if you haven't had the chance, definitely do that right now. Uh, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and Amazon Music. And yeah, I'll let Gabe let go. And we'll, too. we'll see you guys next week. What's your heat? Wait, Drop wait, your heat. wait. Follow follow me on Instagram, you guys. But Gabriel twenty four J two. I'm gonna get some stuff. I'm working working on my website and portfolio too. My cousin's redoing it for me, so I'm gonna have some stuff to drop. You have a cousin? Well. He's a yeah. He's a really good programmer and that, um, like a website designer and that too. Oh so, shit! Yeah, yeah. And he's clutch. I we started like getting back in touch, and he's been helping me with a bunch of shit, and got me a job interview too. So oh, damn, like. I should trust my white cousins more. Like <laughs> came through. Um, no, he's dope. He's cool. Like I, so I was never. Yo, was send so me young. his info. I want to ask him some shit about programming. Okay, yeah, I'll send it. I'll tell him my boy's gonna message um, him. 
but also yeah he's super like I, I just never gave him a chance he was like younger but then we started like talking at family dinner because i hate my white side because they're just like trailer trash so i just assumed he was like mm-hmm. kind of it and mm-hmm. never talked to him but the last couple of dinners we've been like chopping it up and he's like like super big hip-hop head like in all that shit super smart has a com- computer programming degree whatever um and stuff and he's like just all about that life and he's trying to build like a music scene in vancouver i was like this is my cousin what the fuck like i thought he was a nerd like you know and he's actually he's like super cool it's like dope and we just started talking and working on some stuff too so he, yeah if i add but he's also one of those like dudes are like if yeah like if you mess with something he's like a new black friend like you know what i mean like he just loves hip-hop and stuff too so he'll be like oh i'm like yo my, my boy's gonna message you and be happy he's, to he's Bo 2.0 yeah, 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 he, yeah. He's, uh, he's way cooler than Bo. Like, he's, <laughs> like he's actually like down with it. Like Bo is like I'm trying, like I'm here, like trying to fit yeah, in, yeah, but he's yeah, yeah. like, you know, like Dan actually just fits in. You just be the cool white boy. Whereas Bo is like I'm not white. Like <laughs> type shit. Like you know what I mean? Like God, man, we all notice you here. Don't make it so Yo. awkward. Yeah, I was like ah, I'm like fuck. <laughs> But no, you don't. No, that's actually uh, such a perfect description, though. I'm not white. Like, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It's like so fucking awkward. But <laughs> no, yeah, it's cool. And then I'm dropping that. And yeah, that Kobe poem that got, it actually got bought by them. They didn't tell me when it's going to get put out, the changing around, which I don't really care because they gave me money for it. And that's all that matters. Um, but there's a couple different ways that they might use it. So that was really exciting. And it's then, complex, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I've been working on some other stuff too and some writing stuff that, that I passed some other people and it's actually going well. Like when you actually sit down and do what I got on my depression in the last like two weeks, I've been writing more in two weeks than I have in a year. And it's already like like working. I got a couple of interviews and stuff too. So you got to get out of that funk. So yeah, um, follow me on Instagram. There'll be more stuff coming. My link tree's there as well. And yeah, we'll hopefully make some moves in the new year. Positive. Hey man, glad, glad to hear you're up, bro. Yeah, you both. It's and it's so funny too. The last couple of days, the amount of people I've got saying "You're back, Caves back," <laughs> like all the time. Yes, I'm not suicidal. Thanks for that. Wait, because you were you just like replying to their messages or something? Well, just, I've been talking, like helping. I've been following through, like linking out with people, oh, been doing okay, things okay. every day, like. I help my friends with like their resume. Like I'm just doing the things I actually say I'll do. And yeah, everyone's yeah. like, you're back, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. I'm doing the bare minimum and everyone's so happy for me. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. Love y'all though. Um, oh, keep man. that in the episode too. I want to put that one up. All right. I'll give you a shot. Right, later. I got to bounce. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.